I'm Danette Lowe, founder of True North Wealth Management and your host. Welcome to a fresh episode of Ready to Retire. If you're ready to live an amazing life filled with family, friends, travel, and interesting experiences, if you're starting to think about retirement, wondering if you've saved enough, and want to learn more about how everything fits together, you're in the right place. On this show, I'll tackle complicated financial topics and break them down into easy to understand concepts. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. You're just getting ready to retire and the stock market drops like a rock. What do you do? This is probably the most difficult situation I encounter as a financial planner. We've had a number of downturns since I started in 1999. The major downturns were the dot-com bubble, where every company in America upgraded all their computers in a short period of time, making tech stocks look like the only asset class to invest in. And when the clock turned over to 2000, there was little to no fallout. However, the tech budgets for most companies were spent, so they didn't buy any technology for the next couple of years. That and a combination of the way that stocks were trading that had websites. So they called it .com. So any stock that had a website or a .com after its name was trading at a really high rate. I remember reading a research report that said this company that had no revenue, they weren't making any money, and it was trading at 25 times what they thought the company could make in five years' time. It was just an insane time period with prices were just super, super, super high. So it's really no wonder that the market crashed at that time. And then during the downturn, we had the worst tragedy of all. We had the terrorist attacking the World Trade Center. It was really kind of personally touching for me because I had the opportunity to work in World Tower 2 for three weeks when I was in my training program when I first started as a financial advisor. And I actually was in the building three months to the day before the terrorist attack. I gave a speech on the 63rd floor of World 2 to a group of 250 new financial advisors. And later that day, I went to the observation deck of World 1 and took pictures with my camera. It was just a devastating time for us when that happened, all of us. We'll have to spend some time in a future episode just talking about the economic impact of that event. I'm sitting here thinking of that and um, I want to send light and love to all the lives touched by that day. We recovered from that and we rebuilt and put it behind us from an economic standpoint. And then going forward, we had in 2008, the 
credit crisis or the housing bubble, banks at that time were using a tremendous amount of leverage. Leverage is borrowing. They pledged their assets and borrowed against them. And then they lent that money out and their loans are banks' assets. And so then they packaged those together and they pledged those and they borrowed more money. And they did this over and over again. After I graduated college, I got to work in the treasury department in a bank. And that was what my job was. And we would do these packages and the pledging and I kept track of all the inventory and things like that. And we did like two times of this circle of pledging and borrowing and pledging and borrowing. And I understand that some of the companies were like doing 25 and 30 times this leverage. The other thing that the banks were doing at the time was lending literally to anyone It was shocking to me, having had worked in the bank earlier on in my career, how many people were getting these phantom loans, or they call them liar loans, where anybody could say they made any amount and banks were lending. In 2008, when everything went crazy, Lehman Brothers went bankrupt as a result. And to give you some perspective, prior to filing for bankruptcy, Lehman Brothers had never, never had a quarterly loss in 150 years in business. Here's a company that was profitable since day one in the 1800s, and they went bankrupt. My understanding is they were six times the size of Enron. But again, we recovered from that. We had to tighten our belts, and it took some time, but we recovered. And now we're nearly two and a half years into a global pandemic. We have Russia invading Ukraine. And I think it was inevitable to see the stock market finally sort of take a hit. The stock market started to go down in March of 2020, which made sense, right? We were just getting ready to go into lockdown and the stock market doesn't like uncertainty. And I think that was really an uncertain time. Stock market went down, but we started doing the massive stimulus programs and those really were effective. And That, along with our spending, we normally spend like a billion dollars a year or more traveling to other countries. That was completely shut off. So money was not spent overseas. A lot of money, if it was spent, was either put into the savings or spent here. And so when the global pandemic first started, we had a short-term hit to the market, a very quick recovery. And then for the last two and a half years until the beginning of this year, the stock market's just gone up and up and up. And really seemingly in the face of some pretty 
major disruption to our economy. So here we are with having a really, really big sell-off. And here you are thinking about retiring, or maybe you just did retire. Oh, my heart goes out to you. This is such a scary thing to have this market kind of free-falling these days. Seeing your statements, if you're looking at your accounts online, you're seeing the change, you're seeing the downturn. And it just it it can just make your stomach curl. So I thought that I would take some time today on this first episode and talk about like what can you do? What can you do going forward? Like how can we make this better for you in that situation? So enough of the history lessons, enough of what's happened in the past. What do you do now? What do you do going forward? I'm going to give you four tips to get through the next couple of months and help make your decision to retire easier and maybe even retire sooner. Okay, number one is we will recover from this. I point out some of the other major recent downturns because you might remember how you felt when we went through them the anxiety and angst, it might be something like you can remember how you felt at the time, which is how you might be feeling right now, except then you're working and you're like, at least I'm working, right? And so now you're like, oh, but I'm not going to be working. So the key learning from each of these past experiences is that we recovered, that we came back from the downturns. The stock market has a tendency to sell first and ask questions later. The stock market doesn't like uncertainty. And right now we have a ton of uncertainty to sort through. But keep in mind that um, we've gotten through the past downturns and recessions, and we will get through this one too. Every single day, we humans create all over the world every day. We are always creating. We grow food. We go to work and get our paychecks. We create art. We create other human beings. (laughs) When we're consuming, when we're spending money, we're helping someone else keep their job secure. It's actually the speed with which we spend money is the most important sort of economic concept. They call it the velocity of money. It's how fast you get paid or I get paid and how fast then I spend my money and then that person gets paid and they spend their money. So it's the velocity of the spending that is going to help us get through to the recovery. But that's tenant number one is that this is temporary and that we will get through this. Number two, it's called stress testing your portfolio. This is something that I like to do with my clients. I take and assume um, 20% drop in the stock market and no recovery. Then I look at the financial plan and say, how does it work out? Let's say, for example, you have a million dollars saved up in your IRAs and 401ks and your other 
investment savings that you're going to use. So you have a million dollars saved up. So let's say instead of a million, it's 800,000, that's 20% less, and then run out the numbers like normal. Then if it works and your financial plan says, yay, you can retire, yes, that still works, that's great news. Your portfolio, quote unquote, passed the test and you're in great shape. The key factor that makes this simple exercise so powerful is that the stock market actually recovers much faster than what we would consider to be normal. Once the bottom happens, and we won't know when that is until after it happens, but once we put in a bottom, the stock market actually starts to recover fairly quickly. And there's some interesting studies lately that show If we have a fast downturn, we have a fast recovery. If we have a slow downturn, we have a slow recovery. And that's happening, they said, it's a really high correlation, like 85% of the time. So once the bottom happens, we won't know until after it passes. But once we put in a bottom, the stock market will recover fairly quickly then what happens is the people that sold at the bottom will see the recovery. Usually, once it's recovered about 18% from the lows, and then they'll start coming back in to the market and buying, and it'll go up much faster. So we will have a U or a V shape of the stock market at the bottom. So if your portfolio, if you do the stress test on your portfolio and it passes, it's really in good shape. Because if we look at it just right now, we've already taken the 20% hit theoretically. And so if it passes right now, it'll be good. But hang on, you know, this is going to be a bumpy year. We're not out of the woods yet. When you meet with your financial advisor, They won't have to do anything special. No stress testing necessary at this point. You can just run your financial plan. And if the financial plan says you can retire at this reduced level, then you're in really great shape because the rate of return going forward after we put in the bottom will be higher than average. Okay, that's number two, stress testing your portfolio. Tip number three. Essential versus non-essential spending. We all have a little leeway in our budgets. There's always some things in our budget that are required, but there's also things that we're spending money on that are not required. So if you're worried at this point, and if your portfolio is not passing the stress test, and you need to make some cuts, start by taking a look at some of the non-essential spending. Maybe you are going to purchase a new vehicle. And even we were talking to some friends the other day, they were wanting to purchase a vehicle, but even a used vehicle, the prices were crazy right now. So take a look at what is not necessarily essential Maybe you can postpone a trip. So maybe you're going to take a trip in six months. 
Maybe you push it back and take it in a year. A lot of times you can make small tweaks to get that portfolio back to where you're comfortable for your retirement. You're not usually having to like start over. It's not a complete fail. When the stock market goes down, like we said before, it's temporary. And so you may not have to cut back at all. But if you do have to cut back a little bit, start looking at the non-essential spending. Tip number four, emergency savings, or as I like to call it, your adventure fund. I wrote an article on having an adventure fund a little while ago, and I'll be sure to link it in the description. Well, here's the time, if it's necessary, to tap into that emergency savings, that emergency reserve fund. You've listened to every financial advisor that you've ever heard always recommend this, and you did it, you saved this extra money, you built it up. If you are looking at your plan, you're getting ready to retire, and yeah, you're thinking it's a little bit tight, why not seeing if taking a certain amount of money out of that emergency savings, even like on a monthly basis, will help get you through just the next six months so that you're comfortable. You did the hard work of saving and you did, you postponed other things, you know, you didn't spend it on anything else. You've got the money here. Now might be the time to tap into that. Even if you don't use it or don't need it, isn't it great to have this cash available just in case? If you're retired or retiring soon, we like to have our clients hold at least 10 months of spending in their cash reserve bucket so that we don't have to sell an investment while the stock market is so low. So if you haven't already done this, what you want to do, not today, but once the stock market comes back and recovers a little bit, is you want to have at least 10 months of your monthly withdrawals in a cash reserve bucket so that you can pull your monthly withdrawals without having to sell an investment. That's a great tip for anyone. Okay, let's review. Number one, downturns like this one have happened in the past and they will happen again in the future. If you are retiring right now, or have just retired or thinking about doing within the next year, it can feel a little unnerving. But relax, this is just temporary. The markets will recover and you'll be fine. If you're not sure, the next thing you can do, number two, is stress testing your portfolio. This is a great exercise to work through and see what happens to your spending plan. Number three, look at your essential and non-essential spending. Technically, look at the non-essential spending. What is it that you can postpone or reduce that's not necessary? Sometimes something as simple as just putting something off for six months can make a big difference. Number four, tap into that emergency savings if you need to. 
take a look at spending some of the funds in your emergency reserve to level out your cash flow during this time. You did the emergency savings. That's what this is for. This is a perfect time to access those funds. I hope you found that information useful. I'm so excited to be starting this podcast, something I've wanted to do for a long time. So you can benefit from some of the years and years of experience that I've had. Thank you. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Ready to Retire. I'm your host and certified financial planning professional, Danette Lowe. For over 20 years, I've been helping busy professionals beautifully navigate the transition from working full-time and saving their money to confidently retiring and living in the lifestyle that they've worked so hard to create. For more action items and help as you approach retirement, sign up for my newsletter at truenorthwealth.com. That's T-R-U, North, Wealth, all one word, dot com. I'll be back next time with more retirement planning fun. Have a wonderful day.